0: A warm welcome to Questions Worth Asking, a podcast where we capture and translate wisdom from multiple disciplines in order to fuel the next generation of changemakers.
1: Hello, welcome to Questions Worth Asking. This is season one, episode three, and I'm Priya. And I'm John. So we wanted to kick off this week, as we always do, with a quick check-in. So John, tell us where you are today.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. I am actually, if I'm quite transparent and honest, about 45 minutes ago, I started a migraine, which I have every once in a while. So I am um, I'm watching and just coming through uh, a, what can be a pretty powerful headache. But for now, I seem to be just fine. And I'm glad we've scheduled this time to hit record. So I'm happy to, to dive in and try and see what emerges as we go. How about you? What's present for you, Priya?
1: So what is present for me today is, unlike with other episodes, with this one we've sent the first two out into the world. We're now on iTunes. And so we've had some people listen to them and we've had some feedback. So I'm feeling a bit more aware that there's a listener presence for me. Um, I'm not normally aware of that. And this time it's really front and centre for me, so yeah awareness of the listener is what's my check in today
0: amazing so welcome to us and to listeners and to everyone i think for this episode we talked about the title being what is a question worth asking if the title of our podcast is questions worth asking let's maybe talk about where that came from and what we mean by that and have a you know an early episode about that question so what is it for you? What's a question worth asking?
1: So a question where I, I love the sound of it. A question worth asking. I remember very early on when I was thinking about starting a podcast, my friend Charlie had come over and we were talking about it and she asked me what it was about. And I talked, I was trying to find the thing that linked together who I am in my consultancy practice as an OD professional and who I am in my coaching practice as a coach and I hit upon this idea that questions was the red thread, questions was the thing that linked who I am in both of those worlds together, asking great questions and I started to think about TED and you know TED's tagline is ideas worth spreading. And I wanted a space where we could share some of these questions that are, I believe are worth asking in service of helping people to have different conversations. So that's kind of where the idea came from. And I know, and I'm sure you'll speak to this, but I know it really resonated with you when you started talking about people having better conversations. Um, so that's that's the origin for me of, of where it came from. In terms of what makes a question worth asking, that's a great question Because it's very situation dependent. But for me, in a very general terms, a question worth asking is one that is in service of the person that you're asking it to. So it's not on your agenda, but it's very much in service of the person that you're asking it to. And it's there to help them to gain a different perspective or to help them to move or to help them to understand better. So it's always in service of that person. That Whether it's a person or a group, it's always in service of them. That, to me, makes a great question. Wow. What about for Remind,
0: you? Reminds me of uh, Dr. Ed Schein when he talks about humble inquiry. And yes. You're asking a question that, yes, yeah, is meant to come from a place of offering and can be impactful or shifting for a person. I'm not quite sure, to be perfectly honest. A question worth asking, what would be an overview about questions worth asking? I think I'm mostly in just pure agreement with you that it's something about uh, almost a before and after question. You can remember when someone asked you something that shifted you. So it's about that. And then what else makes a question worth asking? It's memorable, it's impactful, and yet somehow I want to balance that with it can also be very simple, and that can often be worth asking. So I'll leave it just like that at a very generic, any question in almost any situation has the potential to be worth asking if framed and delivered in a helpful way.
1: How do you... if if you go to the moment when you've been asked a question like that, what happens to you in the moment? Could can you can you shed some light on that for us?
0: Oh, wow. So I've been paying more and more attention to body sensations. So when, when I have a little twitch in my arm or a gulp in my throat or butterflies in my stomach, uh, that's where I go first. When it's a question that... Uh, Again, I'm trying to balance this with it doesn't have to be a stunning question where you're, mm-hmm. you're you're pushed back. I think there are other types of questions worth asking too. But that's where my mind goes first. It goes to that sort of wow. There's there's some sensation that my body goes through first, and then I come up into my headspace trying to make sense and rationalize what's going on, what was in that question, what's my authentic response. Um, almost fight or flight or freeze or appease. That seems to be the initial reaction for me. How about for you? When you're asked a question that you thought was worth being asked, what happens for you?
1: The the first thing that springs to mind, I've never really thought about it before, but the first thing that springs to mind for me is it stops me. Hmm. So I I tend to think quite fast. I'm quite a cognitive person. And when I'm asked a question that really has an impact on me, it tends to stop me. Uh, you know, I don't have an easy answer for it. It requires thought. And that's when I know it's a question that's um, shifted me, it's moved me somewhere. Whether I'm willing to go there or not, is an, another question, <laughs> but it, it's definitely one that pauses me and gives me food for thought. That That's that's a really kind of impactful question. So a very recent example. Last year, I was thinking of leaving my corporate career behind. Um, I'm a very sensible woman. So that was a big decision for me. And on the one side, I had,
0: you know, stay in my
1: corporate career and money, you know, company car, private medical insurance, all you know, all the perks that come with a full time corporate job. Um, and on the other side, I had, you know, the unknown. I wasn't sure exactly what I was going to do. Um, It just felt like I was flowing in this other direction, but it was uncertain. And a lot of the advice at the time I had was to, you know, write a pro and con list or think about what was important to me or, you know, write down my values or, you know, things like that were were the advice I I got. The question that shifted me and the real question that was worth asking uh, for anybody, actually, where you're faced with a, a a decision between two paths was um I started a journal on this question which was what would make the risk worth it
0: mm.
1: so what would make the risk worth it and that was the question that moved me because once I really understood what would make the risk of leaving my corporate career worth it it created energy. It pulled me towards something. And it, it went far beyond, you know, a pro and a con. And it was just a really simple question. What would make the risk worth it? And once I knew that, the flow just, you know, it just it, it heightened. It got faster. And, you know, eventually I made the decision to leave. And now I'm doing a podcast with you.
0: Here we are. It is interesting <laughs> what about to you? think. Yeah. I've got examples too. And yet I want to pull your thread a little bit more on okay. it created... Impact it created energy. There's something about when the question lands, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it really does something. So, I guess I'll leave it at that. My example, as you were talking, one was popping up for me. Um, I I hesitate because there's been so many, but the one that comes up in this moment is a good friend of mine, Paul. He and I were chatting over the phone. Actually, we were both in uh, in the UK at the time but we were in sort of separate cities, separate parts, so we were relatively close, but just far enough to be on the phone. And I was wallowing a bit in my own mistakes, and it wasn't about he and I. It was about people that were not on the call with us, and I was just sort of beating myself up on the the call with him. And very timely, very calmly, and very authentically, he said to me, what does it feel like to be a sinful man for you, which really it it did it paused me um, I just hadn't quite put that question together. I hadn't thought about it, and here's the other I think this is maybe worth mentioning It was that question, but he already had a follow-up question to go right along as I was struggling with trying to get into my headspace and have thoughts and words around what does it feel like to be a sinful man. He followed it up with, what would it take to forgive yourself?
1: Oh, wow.
0: Right? So that was, it was almost the one-two punch. So maybe it's not only a question worth asking, but a conversation worth having. That kind of emergence and flow to it. That was powerful. And then it's funny, in that conversation, he actually had a third that came much later. We went through those two questions for probably 20, 30 minutes give or take it, I don't know, some amount of time. And at the end, after a phenomenal conversation, quite memorable for me, um, his his final question to me was, what would it take for you to anchor this conversation? As in remember it and not have it as a one-time or a repeating thing I need to come back to. So... It was almost a series of questions that to me, I think were situational. Maybe they can be asked in many situations, but for me, it was so, I was ready for it. I could hear it. I understood it. It paused me and it, it was shifting to have that kind of back and forth with Paul.
1: So can we just... Dig into those questions because they're it from a coaching perspective, they're really, really interesting. So just repeat the first question.
0: The first one was, what does it feel like to be a sinful man?
1: So what would be the learning point? Like, what was the point of that question? What did it do?
0: Sinful is the word that jumps out at me. So that's first and then man and feel as opposed to do you think you're a sinful person? Like, What does it feel like to be a sinful man? And I I think the way I'm even saying that out loud, uh, emphasizing the word feel, I'm trying to recall back, but he probably emphasized the same word. So there was something about getting out of your head and getting into your body. And when you make mistakes, what goes on for you? Um, Are you just spinning around in your head or is there something else where you can catch it before you get into a vicious cycle? So I don't know. Does that help?
1: Yeah. So in, in coaching terms, we often refer to, I think it's somatic coaching, where it's like in your body. So we might say to somebody, where do you feel that? Mm. Um, and you're trying to get somebody away. When they, when they you're spinning and kind of, you know, I think you were saying self-doubt, you're kind of beating yourself up for some stuff. It You can kind of spiral really, really quickly. Yeah. And the, the intention there with a question like that is how do you get somebody to return to their body? And kind of be really here, now, you know, what is going on for me here, right now, in my physical body, as well as what's going on for me in my mind.
0: Yeah, so true. It feels uh, like it
1: had that effect on you.
0: It did. And that here and now comment is really true. That's yeah. that's resonating for me, that somehow bringing things right into this moment, into the present, and making it in the relationship present, yeah. not just about the one person. That's That's, I think, part of it. And yet the the balance I've been trying to talk about here is I've also had moments where people have asked questions like, and, and that's it. That's the whole question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or in coaching, we say uh, the best question that, you know, every coach uses is say more. Somebody will say something and, you know, say more or uh, an alternative that would be tell me more or what else feels important to say or what else do you want to say about that? You know, they're all variations on tell me more. Um, so simple and yet so incredibly effective.
0: Exactly. So. Falls and what was right the in.
1: second question he asked you? Uh,
0: so first is what does it feel like to be a sinful man? Second was uh, what would it take to forgive yourself?
1: Again, great coaching question, right? And what I love about that question is it takes you beyond. Hmm. Um, you know, when you're in a spiral and you're filled with self doubt or you're. You know in a, you're, you're angry or whatever you whatever the pattern you're in, a question like that really shifts you and makes you go right, if you were at the end of it, you know how would it, how would you get there? you know what would it take to forgive you? So there's a real movement question
0: yeah there's and that's it's funny I was going to say that earlier too. Uh, thoughts, feelings, actions, are they the same? Or are they different? I think it's John Carter that says the best action we can take is a different thought. Um, yes. Right. So it is funny that there's something about an impactful question that does move you in multiple directions. There's there's bodily sensations. There's new thoughts, and there's probably some action, some physical action that comes with yeah. it too.
1: And his last question was it What would it take for you to anchor this conversation? <sighs> yeah,
0: I, I can't quite recall the exact wording of it, but it was something like, "How would you anchor this?" Or "What do you need to anchor?" this it was sort of a a, i want you to remember this conversation so you tell yourself how you can remember this conversation it was along those lines but it was anchor was the keyword
1: yeah it's great isn't it there's a a, he's getting you to do your work which Mm -hmm. is the power of coaching right The, the, the person the coachee is the person doing the work not the coach
0: so i guess the question for me in this moment now is when we talk about these questions worth asking what are we noticing are the impact of questions worth asking
1: for For me, it's movement you know if If I think about you and I, when we've had a subject to do this podcast or to do with what we're doing, and we've been stuck, often what we'll do is go, "Well, what are our questions so just even naming your question can be helpful, whether you have an answer to it or not matters less sometimes knowing what the answer sorry knowing what the question is for me is something that moves me and i see with my coaching clients sometimes it has the same effect just knowing and being as clear as you possibly can about what what the what question matters right now can release something it can move you forward
0: the part i'm leaving out about my story is I was sitting in an office space. In fact, I was sitting in an open office space without even cubicle walls. It was just flat desks that everyone, probably eh, 50 to 75 people in one room could see each other. And I was not only in tears, I was bawling tears and breathing loudly. <laughs> so it, and in that moment, I was very aware of it and others were too, and it was still worth it. It was a, an impactful Conversation for me, so yeah, there was movement, even to the point of a bit of embarrassment and struggle to to continue that movement.
1: It's interesting that you say. Did you say it's a friend of yours that was asking these questions? Yes, because I I think some. I mean, I'm just toying it out in my head as I say it aloud. I I think home matters sometimes.
0: It does, and yet, as you say that, I think of <laughs> uh, being fortunate to be on long flights across the oceans and just long flights sometimes you can sit next to a person that you're just meeting and there can be some magic in it's a a slightly safe space you may or may not see each other again and so if the mood moves you can start asking some you can get into a real pretty deep conversation with some impactful questions sometimes
1: sometimes if you're it depends who you fly with right right (laughs) (laughs) so what um so what like if what would be a question worth asking now? Like, you know, what would be the most helpful question that someone could ask you now?
0: Wow. Right I love that now, question. Yeah. I,
1: yeah. I, I, I often ask my coaching clients this question. What would be the most helpful question that somebody could ask you in your life right now?
0: You know, stuck is the word that comes up for me in this moment. So something about what is it that has you stuck? What are yeah. you stuck about? Uh, something that generic, that open would, would inspire me. It would, it would put me up into my head a little bit, but then I could imagine depending on my answer, there would be a follow up question or two. So it would be in a direction. How about for you? If If you were to think out loud for a moment here, what's the, what's the most impactful question someone could ask you right now?
1: So I think it would be something, we haven't rehearsed this, so this is why I'm pausing as I as I do my working out loud. I think it might be something to do with, I suspect I'm getting in my way a little bit hmm. um, with a few projects, you know, my a bit of self-doubt is creeping in. So I think it would be something around why, why am I getting in my own way? That would be a very helpful question for me to answer right now. It, it would move me forward if I could understand it.
0: And I know with, with the why questions, I often follow up with several more whys, the old five whys. So yeah, if, if the question were, why are you getting in your own way, whatever your response to that was, I would then just ask, why that?
1: So uh, so uh, similar to me, what I would probably do is whatever answer somebody gave to me, I might say something like, what is it about that that appeals to you right now?
0: Yeah, because again, full transparency for me, the why question feels a bit antagonizing to me. Yeah. It's a bit of that. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but you're right. The, what impact can be a similar way of, of framing a why question?
1: Or what appeals to you can be a different way of, of framing it. But uh, but just in just in what we've both shared, you know, this is why, the question doesn't have to make sense. It, it can be if it's helpful to you, it's helpful to you, right? Right. Um, and I think I think that comes back to my first point about it's in service of the person that you're asking. It's not your agenda as a coach. Same if you're facilitating a group, you're in service of the group. You're not in service of your own agenda so if it's helpful to you then it's helpful to you
0: so the question for me in the moment is have we answered the question what is a question worth asking
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i think i think what we're saying is it's the it's simplicity and it's you know it's a simple clear question we're saying it's something that is in service of where the person is that you're asking it to
0: and flow and movement Something about in conversation, maybe it's more than one question.
1: I guess this is an interesting time to ask our listeners um, to comment below if there's a question that is worth asking for them at the moment. We'd love to hear it, right?
0: Right. So what is the most impactful question that someone could ask you right now?
1: Love it. So I think that's probably a good time to bring episode three to a close. Sounds good. So thank you so much for listening to us today. It's goodbye from just north of London in Biggleswade.
0: And thanks for being with us. Goodbye from just outside Washington, D.C.
1: All right. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you for being with us. Until next time, it's your turn to ask the questions worth asking.